Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Coast to Coast would cover Javi and Joe Renner watching the COVA penalty kick in the head after Havis uh, was stopped in the penalty kick. The goalie made a spectacular set, and I'm watching this thing. It's just awesome. It's really good. Oh, and that come to shit in Osmar. They're going to lose. And they missed one. They missed a second. Shover to Osmar. Heat. Get out. He's in a knee. I don't know if you're watching the soccer. Oh, by the way, dry flies in a hand city game. They're in these uh-huh. seven banking bodies at the field. De Brunner with a penalty goal. Uh, up to win this game against the Nolan. I believe uh, Carver Island. Yes, we have audio we've gotten from uh, Fox Sports 1 where Jim Dunlop is talking about how does anybody write? Right, yeah. It's basketball. I think we have real pressure in the world right now. And, uh, you know, thankfully, some looks like some real material changes are, are being made and everyone's looking at themselves. But basketball pressure-wise, yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, again, two of the greatest players ever on our team. We, uh, you know, we we should win this thing. Now, Scott, yeah, of course, the Rockets have had their problems. Do you think they're going to win it? I don't know about that. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, one of the problems I have is that they, you know, uh, except for Hakeem the Dream, they never win it. I mean, I won't deny they got it done with the Dream. But uh, Harden's never got it done. Uh, Westbrook and Harden together, I think, are very dangerous. I love watching them play. I've said this before. I like Westbrook's game better. Uh, he's a rocket ship to the rack. A guy goes to the 10 like no other. Uh, he's all out. People say he can't shoot, this and that. It's nonsense. The guy averaged a triple-double for two seasons. Who does that in their career? Anyone that does that in, in back-to-back years is an absolute badass. That's all there is to it. We know Harden scores a ton. We know he gets to the line a ton. But we also know he doesn't win in game six and seven and get it done. So uh, late pressure playoff series, I doubt him. And that's all there is to it. I think the Rockets are very interesting. I think they have a a good five or six that go. Uh, I think they have a shot. But I really don't think I'd bet on them to win it all. 
All right, I think we're back now here, Scotty. We've got everything cleaned up, and let's continue rolling on here. The Raptors are going to go down to Florida early. They're phase one, Scotty. They're going to practice down in Florida, uh, so that'll get them set up for Orlando. Let's go to Kyle Korver now, who cares about his teammates. He supports the morning change. He did an Instagram Live last night with SportsCenter. Let's hear from Kyle here, Scotty. All right. I feel like the, the best way to go about real change is to not play. I stand with him. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, right? If, if we think that is the best way for change, I care more about change happening than a championship, right? On the other side, I am on a team that feels like we could win, mm-hmm. and I have never won. Gosh, and I, I, would, I, would, I would like to win. So yeah. is, is there a way to do both? I, I, I think there's a conversation there. Well, obviously, uh, the Bucks have a shot, and I think that he was smart to care more about his brothers and teammates and uh, Black Lives Matter and a change in the world. Certainly uh, putting that at the uh, forefront of that conversation ahead of a championship, I think, is a smart move by uh, Kyle, and I think that he uh, means it. And I think that makes him uh, a class act. I like that. And by the way, uh, City just finished it off with another goal. And it's three zip over Arsenal in the 91st minute. They are not messing around today, despite all the injuries on the pitch. Uh, that that was a great game. Uh, I like watching. I just i am glad Premier's back. I mean, they played in a pouring rain. And City did what they usually do at, at uh, uh, Etihad. They got it done. So there you go. Boom, boom, boom. Three zip over Arsenal. Yeah, fans, no fans. It doesn't matter for City. They take care of business with them today. A couple of stoppage time goals for them today, Scotty. Uh, A little bit more with the NBA. Your boy Kyrie Irving, who uh, continues to just uh, find himself in the middle of all this. You know, he thinks the players should just pack up and, uh, you know, we'll start our own league. Scotty, I I just, I don't see how that will work at all. Well, it's not going to work. It's ridiculous. Uh, There's a million reasons why it won't work. Uh, it would take a lot of time and a lot of money and investors and sponsors. They don't have television networks. Have they not learned from the failings of other leagues that have tried to start up? The XFL twice has swung and missed. Uh, it just doesn't happen. And uh, I've said this before. They talk about uh, contracts. Who would pay them? I said this before. Are they going to pay themselves? First of all, Kyrie Irving has a $130 million plus Supermax deal with the Nets uh, that he signed. Uh, he'll get sued till the cows come home if he thinks he's getting out of that contract and if he thinks he's going to go start his own league. I think that uh, Kyrie is, you know, for a guy that went to Duke and a guy that's allegedly, you know, the player's rep for the union, that he's so smart Uh, He's coming across as pretty stupid to me. They have about as much chance of starting a new basketball league against the NBA as I do at 55 of being signed by the Knicks to a five-year deal to play. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know you're you're saying you went to Duke. You went to Duke for what, Scott? You went to Duke for about six weeks. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think he's not as smart as he thinks he is, and he has no chance at all to make this successful, none. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. with you on uh, Coast to Coast. I'm watching uh, this 11 minutes of stoppage time. Carver High, they've had uh, two guys thrown out with red cards. They've had multiple injuries in this game. Uh, at the very least, I saw two guys carried off. Uh, this game's been crazy. What's the difference, real quick, in the five uh, substitutions? Why has that changed the game, do you think? Well, it, it's it's allowing for things like this. When you have this many injuries, you've got guys that haven't played in months. I know that they had a couple of weeks of training, but you're throwing them back out there. You need those extra subs because you got to get more guys in and out. You're seeing guys getting hurt today. You've had a couple of red cards as well. When you have extra substitutions, when you have guys getting thrown out, penalty kicks, that's when you're going to get 11 minutes of stoppage time. <laughs> yeah, all right. What do we got with uh, Mr. Gundy? Yeah, another day, another video for uh, Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy. And uh, let's take a little bit of that. He was on Twitter last night. Here's uh, the coach for you, Scotty. I want to apologize to all members of our team, former players, and their families for the pain and discomfort that has been caused over the last two days. Black lives matter to me. Our players matter to me. These meetings with our team have been eye-opening, and will result in positive changes for Oklahoma State football. I sincerely hope the Oklahoma State family, near and far, will accept my humble apology as we move forward. Well, there you have it. Uh, that do of his is all that matters. Like, I, the whole time he's talking, I could care less what he says. I'm just looking at that mullet. It's just the most fantastic thing ever. He's rocking. He's got the whole, he's carried on the lineage of the Yager mullet like no other. Will he continue to apologize every day till he finally gets fired? Well, that is that just going to eventually? I'm not kidding. Is that like is that eventually the end game? Like, is he going to put another video out every day? I think that uh, we've said this before on Coast to Coast. These guys just keep apologizing. Drew Brees, then his wife uh, Gundy, it just never ends. Just like uh, you know, say it and get it over with, or don't say it at all. Uh, roll the dice. I mean, the continued apologies are kind of pathetic. Uh, I thought he handled it with Chubba well the day before, and then he comes out with another one. What's next? A movie? A book? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Tennessee athletes, another school, Scotty, that when they get to campus and they're going to start practicing, they have to sign another waiver. Is anybody taking care of these athletes? Because it sure doesn't look like the NCAA is in terms of the coronavirus. No, what they care about is real simple. They don't want to get sued. They don't care about anybody getting sick. Uh, They say they do. They're lying. All they care about is they don't want it to happen 
And if it does, are you going to sue me? Because they got enough problems. They've been bleeding money without their athletic programs, without the NCAA basketball tournament, every athletic program in the country, anyone at all that was involved in basketball that was going to play in the postseason lost all that money, all that revenue. And they are behind the eight ball in their coffers. They've lost tons of money. So they can't have kids suing them for getting sick. Couple of uh, statues are going to get removed. The Hey Reb, the UNLV running Reb statue, Scotty. That is going to come down on the UNLV campus. Texas A&M quarterback Kellen Mond wants a statue of former school president Lawrence Sullivan Ross removed. He wants to see action. UNLV, Scotty, the running Rebs, they're going to be looking for a name change. Well, that's a Confederate uh, character, so that's obvious. The other one, there was some controversy because more people voted to not take down the Ross statue uh, than uh, were the ones that wanted it to come down. Uh, They've had petitions on both sides. The guy has done tons for the black community over the years, all kinds of money invested in uh, black colleges uh, and universities and black students. Uh, He's done a million things this guy over his career for blacks and then at the same time the history of his name and uh slavery and everything else is the reason they want it down so uh, it's going both ways at a&m but by the time these protesters are done there won't be any statues in america of anything they're, every stat, they even uh, defaced the Lemieux statue. I mean, what's next? Bobby Orr uh, and, you know, Stan Makita. They're going to ruin all the hockey ones, too, that have nothing to do with this. So uh, all I know is I think all statues are in big trouble and they should all go into hiding. There are NFL coaches who are starting to get scared, Scotty, with the Texan and Cowboy news earlier this week that some of the players have tested positive. Some of them want the league. You know, they probably should have held up in, on the season. Do you think that Roger Goodell and the league will listen to these concerned coaches? I think they are listening. And I sent a story today and read a story uh, and said it to all you guys about how Goodell, they are not changing their plans at this point. There is no movement to change the schedule. What they want to do is control the situation per incident. So if you get a couple of uh, Zeke Elliott and Cowboys getting COVID, they want to isolate them. They want to quarantine them. They want to keep them away from everybody else. They want to try to control the situation like cities have tried to control the situation, like New York, like uh, Los Angeles, how they have handled it is how they're handling it now. They're trying to keep a a grasp of it. That's why the NBA is going to have a bubble. They want everybody else on the outside. You're not going to be allowed near it. The NFL's plan right now is still in place to start on time, and they have several weeks, three and four. All the bye weeks are on the same weeks for every team. They have windows of opportunity for change in disastrous situations where if multitudes of players come down with COVID, then they can manipulate the schedule. But as far as starting delayed and moving the start of the season back, it's not happening right now. Buccaneers offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich had a lot to say yesterday. He's pumped to have Tom Brady with the Bucs. Let's hear a couple things from him, Scotty. First off, he says that Brady doesn't really have to learn a new playbook. He's ready to rock. Here we go. It's not a play that he hasn't heard of. It's not a play that he hasn't ran. Now we just got to figure out what he does well and make sure we run a lot more of those plays on Sunday than not. Well, that's for sure. And then, uh, obviously, he has no legs. Have him throw the ball. Uh, Don't let him run or don't let him do anything with his feet because he doesn't have any. 
and the young left, which also says that he's very lucky to get to work with Tom Brady. The ability for us to be able to talk top-level football, high-level football. We're never really on football one-on-one. When you have Tom, you have a guy that's been there, seen it all, and just the conversations that me and him have, I mean, it's exciting, man. It's going to be exciting to work with him and try to put him in position uh, to play as good as football as possible. But it is, I mean, he's a little older than me, and so we can talk a lot of football uh, from the past 30, 40 years uh, we just we just communicate in that way, and we just try to learn each other, figure each other out, so we can be at our best. I understood about like ten percent of that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, he's like, we can go back thirty or forty years. I'm like, bro, you're tripping. Just like let Brady do everything. Sit back and have your resume built up, because Leftwich is making a name for himself down there, and it's only going to get better having Brady around. Everybody's going to benefit from Brady. And speaking of Brady, uh, I was not surprised at all. I mean, why is this shocking to hear that Bill Belichick is fired up, Scotty, to try to win without Tom Brady? He's been wanting to do that for years. He finally gets a crack to do it. You know, a lot of his players are, you know, the McCordys, everyone's talking about how we're experienced enough to handle this and move on. Uh, It is amazing to me. It really is that uh, one player can turn the tide like this on an entire franchise that one player leaving a team or retiring or getting injured is going to cripple a franchise that's been to that many Super Bowls. I just don't believe it. They have to go out, they have to play football, and they have to handle their business. They got a lot of veterans on that team that know what to do on the week and on Sundays. The Patriots are going to be fine. They are not going to be the same without Tom Brady, but they're still going to go play football games, and that's all there Lamar Jackson admits that the Ravens underestimated the Titans in the playoffs last year. Do you think so? Uh, Chargers coach Anthony Lynn says teams are crazy to not have Colin Kaepernick on their workout list. All right, you give him a job out there in uh, L.A. We'll see what happens there. Cowboys and Steelers, Scotty, Hall of Fame game, now unlikely to have fans with it in Canton. Yeah, I, I'm worried about fans at any early season NFL games. I don't know what to believe anymore about, like, Texas, 50% in the stands. I mean, right now, with COVID popping up all over the place, and in some states, I saw Florida, massive spike, Arizona, massive spike, Texas, massive spikes. Uh, I'm starting to be very concerned about, Uh, letting fans into these stadiums at all. I think there's going to be changes in those plans. I really do. Sports Rage with Gabe Marenzi. If Kawhi Leonard somehow wins with the Raptors, goes to the Clippers, carries the crap-ass Clippers, he's starting to get into the conversation amongst the best players of all time with his resume, and he's not even 30 years old. The Sports Grid Network. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. 
Hey guys, Cam Stewart here with the Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want that capping edge, you got to get on the grid. Let's not jump the gun, but the MLB and MLBPA have a framework in place in attempt to play the 2020 season. This from the MLB Network. But the union says reports of an agreement are premature and false. Commission Rob Manfred and MLBPA Executive Director Tony Clark did face face-to-face meetings for a second day straight to discuss a plan. No deal has been agreed upon, even in principle. But here is the latest proposal. 60 games in 70 days, season starting July 19th or 20th, full pro salaries, expanded playoffs in 2020 and 21, and waiving any potential grievance. The MLB also announced today that uh, Baseball Players Trust will commit $1 million to help support minor leaguers who aren't being able to play because of COVID-19 and the work stoppage. LA Chargers head coach Anthony Lynn told reporters that he's open to adding Colin Kaepernick to the team's quarterback depth chart. It would be crazy not to have him on your workout list, Lynn added. Kaepernick hasn't played an NFL game since the 2016 season when he began kneeling during the national anthem to protest racial injustice and police brutality. Former NBA big man Kendrick Perkins, he continues to rip Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets. Perkins calling uh, Kyrie a distraction, urging him to take action rather than just speaking about social reform. Perkins said the BLM movement has taken a back seat when Kyrie makes headlines for his own proposal to start his own basketball league. Houston coach Mike D'Antoni and New Orleans coach Alvin Gentry have made it clear they want to return to their teams despite COVID-19 warnings for those 65 years and older. The NBA does hold the final decision and it holds the right to prevent coaches from entering the campus environment at Walt Disney World in Orlando. The 2019-20 Champions League Soccer back in business day, and they will have a knockout tournament from the quarterfinal stage onwards. It will run August 12th to August 23rd in Lisbon, UEFA announcing today. Before that, four remaining fixtures in the round of 16 were postponed due to COVID-19. They'll take place on August 7th and 8th. Europa League also will have that same format. English Premier Soccer back in full flight today. Manchester City smoking Arsenal 3-0 the final. Aston Villa and Sheffield United played to a nil-nil draw. Sheffield getting robbed. Faulty technology in this one. Copa Italiana, we got Napoli and Juventus. They played to a scoreless draw, but Napoli, they get it done. They went 4-2 on penalty kicks. The WTA and ATP Tours announced today that they'll indeed resume their respective seasons in August. The ladies start in Palermo at the Palermo Open in Italy August 3rd. The men will return for the City Open in Washington, D.C. August 14th. U.S. Open August 31st. And we got the French Open set for September 17th. UFC middleweight contender Renato Jacare Sousa has been cleared of coronavirus and return to training in the PGA's RBC Heritage gets going tomorrow from picturesque Hilton Head. Rory McIlroy, the betting favorite at 12 to 1 on FanDuel. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your Sports Grid News update. Now back to Scotty Farrell and the gang on Coast to Coast on a Sports Grid Network. Hey, uh, Cam, let me ask you, what do you think is going to be bigger? Because I know uh, you love the ponies as much as I do, and the Belmont is Saturday. What do you think is going to have a bigger impact on betters the belmont stakes which is uh starting the triple crown instead of ending it this year and then uh saturday there's just an enormous slate on the pitch in the premier league where do you think all the betters are going to go because i love seeing premier league today i gotta tell you and sheffield got just absolutely jobbed in that game what do you think has a bigger handle the saturday premier slate or the belmont stakes yeah, my neighbor's a Sheffield fan, I and mean, he's going to start breaking bottles pretty soon. They got absolutely jobbed on video replay. I'll tell you this, uh, Premiership, hello, everybody. I'll tell you, those Brits still bet on any, anything. Two frogs, cockroaches, fish. It doesn't matter what it is. Set it up. If it moves, they'll bet on it. I'm saying the Premiership. But I got. Uh, I have a lot of interest in the Belmont. It's going to be interesting, guys. It's down to a mile and an eighth. And I already got Sole Velarte at uh, 9 to 1 at the time, and he's down to uh, plus 450. So that's tis the laws, obviously, the horse to beat. You got 
got to lay juice, but I like where I stand, a 9-to-1 horse, and uh, basically the odds have been cut in half. <laughs> Ready to go, fellas. Uh, I think it's awesome. I can't wait. Uh, you know, I, I heard someone say uh, on a national scale, I think it was Tarico even, he's doing the event, that it's uh, the biggest sporting event since the COVID. Do you buy that, Cam, that this is the biggest sporting event uh, of all the things we've seen, UFC, NASCAR, uh, et cetera, boxing, now Premier League and, and Bundesliga? Is the Belmont the biggest sporting event? I don't know if it is. It's big for me. It's big for horse players. But I'll tell you, Scotty, Gulfstream's been going on. Churchill Downs. I'm betting Belmont uh, for all you guys to look out for Junior Alvarado on turf, a very dangerous pooch on turf. I've been playing these horses uh, for, since they've been around for a long time. So to me, it's exciting. It's weird to see the Belmont in stage one instead of the final leg of the triple crown. But I'm not going to say it's the biggest. I'm going to tell you, though, there's going to be a lot of uh, pounds thrown down on the premiership. These Brits are jumping to get jumping. But there's going to be major action in soccer. Hey, lastly, real quick, what'd you think of, uh, I had your boy on the Canadian from Calgary, Todd McFarlane today. Todd McFarlane, that guy, yeah, he, he's that guy with his uh, action figures, everything. You want to talk about a guy that's got skills, Scotty? Absolutely true. And, no, it's great. I'm glad uh, representing uh, the Canucks out there. We're still waiting for this hub city. Uh, and you saw the story today about Bauer. They came out with this uh, new face shield thing for COVID-19, a little bit more protection into the mouth. We'll see how that plays out. I'm just waiting for hockey. Come on, guys, get it together. Let's announce these uh, hub cities. Let's get the game going. Baseball, we thought we had good news today, and now the players put on the brakes say, nah, not so fast there, but I got pretty excited. But hopefully, Scotty, you know, in a couple months, things are going to be rocking and rolling, buddy. We'll be ready to hey, throw yeah. it down on everything. Right. All right, Cam. Good stuff. I think baseball is a done deal. I think it's absolutely ending this nonsense. They're going to play without a date. Uh, there's uh, Cam Stewart for you, everybody. All right, Carver High, let's pick it up. Let's rock and roll. All right, let's fly through these here, Scotty. Herb Street and your boy Chris Fowler still in the mix for the Monday night football booth. Can they ever Figure this thing out. I mean, what? Uh, just put the college guys there. Fine. Let's do that. Yeah, let's just get it over with. They are better than all the other choices. Uh, maybe they have a surprise in there as an analyst like a McAfee. I've heard that name uh, thrown about. But the bottom line is these guys do a great job with college football. That's all there is to it. They have never been able to replace... Howard Cosell, Meredith, and Gifford, and uh, they have done a terrible job. You know, it's funny. These television executives that run this network and run uh, Monday Night Football for the last 45, 50 years, they have, I mean, these guys make millions of dollars, these CEOs and these uh, people that run these networks and programmers. They make millions of dollars, and all of them are a bunch of idiots. They really are. I don't understand how you can make that much money as a power suit, and you can't find better talent than they have over the years. They have hacked that job up like no other i mean the last booth it was so bad i mean i'm surprised blood wasn't coming out of there that's how bad that booth was uh, no disrespect to those guys but it was terrible and it, got, it just keeps getting worse so put somebody in there good for once and just get it over with yeah, I think people would be into the college guys doing it. It would definitely give it a weird wrinkle. A couple other things. People are excited. Kyler Murray has got one of the best supporting casts coming up in 2020. People are pumped that he's got DeAndre Hopkins, Kenyon Drake, etc. The Saints, Scotty, are confident that Alvin Kamara will return to vintage form after an injury-plagued 2019. 
Well, I think he's a freak of nature, and he has to be healthy. Uh, they they require, you know, Taysom Hill, that's their guy as their main feature of excitement. Camaro's the guy that's uh, exciting to me. They got to get him the rock. He's got to stay healthy, that's for sure. The Kyler Murray story, I think, is very interesting for betters. This is a team, you talk about, you know, Rams, the number one bet for the Super Bowl. The year before, it was the Browns. I think a sucker play here again, but uh, the team that I would say sleeper that has the most potential to be exciting to keep an eye on is Arizona. They got a lot of talent. I think the key name you mentioned there was Drake. At the end of the season, like the last half of the season, Kenyon Drake started putting up huge numbers for Arizona. We already know what Hopkins and Fitz can do. They have other good receivers on that team as well. Kyler's numbers were fabulous for a rookie season, over 3,720 TDs. I think the guy's going well over 4,500 yards. I think he's going over 27 TDs. I think that kid's an absolute freak. I think Arizona's going to be pretty exciting. I like their coach to Kingsbury and chicks want to sleep with him. <laughs> All right, Mafia. Rafael Dos Anjos, he says that he wants to fight Conor McGregor at any weight. How can you fight a guy who's already retired, Maf? Uh, any way you can. You put some money in front of him. That's how it is with all these. All these fighters right now talking about retirement. It's all about the money. We've seen all the battles they're doing with the UFC. And for a guy like Dos Anjos, it's the same as, you know, when Silver was talking about fighting with Connor. It's about making that one last money grab because, you know, this is a guy who was a former champ, was very exciting, but now at 35, is on his last legs. You know, he worked his way up to an interim welterweight title shot, and then since then has lost four out of five. So at 35, he knows, listen, I don't have much left. I'm not the big driver I was. I'm number nine in the rankings in that division. He's almost out of the top ten, almost, you know, on to C. So he's saying, listen, if I got to, you know, make this big payday before I get out of here, before I retire, I got to do it against a big name because it's not going to be off my name. So he's going to go after guys like Connor because they bring in the big bucks. Mafia, let me ask you a question. Do you think that the UFC in the COVID has been more popular than the golf, even though we've only seen one tournament and we've seen the match and we've seen the skins and we've seen NASCAR and we've seen boxing and we've seen Bundesliga and now we've seen Premier today and we're going to see it Saturday. Do you think the UFC has been the most popular sport? I think so. I mean, there's no other place to look but the betting handles. I mean, look at it. Of course, you're going to get big events like the Nunez fight or some of those other cards that they've had that are bigger where you say, okay, you're going to get big money put on them. But when you have a card like last weekend with Jessica I and Cynthia Cavillo as the main event, you know, where half the card's missing weight, and still a ton of people are betting on it. It shows you how just thirsty people are for action and how much they've been locked in on those fights, no matter who it is. Yeah, I got to tell you, I wasn't excited at all about that card, but I really thought Cavillo uh, fought tough. I liked her uh, style. I thought she had some great kicks, great jabs, great hands, and I thought her uh, takedowns were phenomenal. It was like she had one every round. I was really blown away by her. I thought I had some nice, heavy hands, but she did absolutely nothing else to impress me in that fight. All right, Carver High, where do we go from here? Yeah, let's go to Dale Jr., a very emotional Dale Earnhardt Jr., getting inducted into the, or announced he's going to go into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Let's hear from Dale Jr. here. Here he is. My name was chosen. I was just, uh, it was very emotional, even just sitting here right now talking about it. It's really emotional uh, because um, you just, you know, I feed off, I feed off of uh, affirmation. This, there's no greater hat on the back or a tip of the cap than, than this. Well, I mean, he's uh, just an absolute king of NASCAR. He's so popular that uh, he matters more than every single driver that races now. No one cares about any of them. Like, I think Jimmy Johnson's had... A- 
frankly, a better career than Dale Jr. I mean, he's definitely, you win seven championships. Dale never did that. And uh, all I know is Dale Jr. is so much more popular than Jimmy Johnson. It's not even funny. The guy wins seven titles and no one gives a rat's ass about him. <laughs> no, it's they, they don't have stars. We've been through this a billion times. They need more guys who could step up and bring people to the television. That's a couple more things for you, Scotty. You similarly happened to those Champions League games. For that, now, single mention knockout in the beginning of August. So we will get Champions League. WWE taping due to a coronavirus test. Figure that somewhere in line, right, Scotty? Yeah, I know. I'm going to pick it up from here. Remember, uh, you break it up a little. So uh, uh, the WDS started taping again. They started doing this. started XT, whatever. They've started filming again. So every back normal there. Uh, different ways are going to pass the bell. Is uh, going to be broadcast from his basement. Do the handing. So much. Tariko going to be somewhere else. Have like fifth class camera. Still going to do interviews. They're going to be uh, duckies hooked up with microphones. So they're going to have a lot of apps for Beth Uh It's called uh, Bing Apps. That's what it's called. Uh, you need to be there. You just need to have your fucking place. NHL players not expected to wear a face shield. Play resume. I this might not be a hard thing. I think the fields uh, should be mandatory. The more I think, you bunch of got there calling, sneezing, swaying. Everybody's freaking out. Your each other's Why would face shields be a smart idea? No, then Kataki bears wearing. I think they should wear a mask, to be honest with you. The Seattle Key are going to be done. Just time for that new NHL team to play. They're going to finish it up in August, September, before they start playing in October. It's one. Uh, when we come back, I want to hear from Moise. Why he didn't take steroids is fantastic. J-Lo A-Rod news. We got crazy blotter desk. Do I have time for all this? I think we do. We're going to rock and roll. Uh, Carver High, we're going to get him back on there. Mafia's rocking. Joe Ranieri's rocking. I didn't take steroids either, but I like why he didn't take them, Grace. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Pharrell back with you on Coast to Coast. The NTSB just came out and said that the pilot 
was the reason why the helicopter crashed with Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and all the others that perished in uh, Los Angeles uh, when we lost Kobe Bryant. So they're blaming the pilot. So that's not good. That's good for Vanessa Bryant and her lawsuit. I'll tell you that much. Let's bring in Craig Mesh, the extraordinary uh, Marlins B reporter. You've seen him on my shows before, obviously, the host of Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid from uh, 10 to noon east every day. Mr. Mish, how are you, my friend? You look good. How's everything? It looks like we're going to get a baseball deal. I don't believe for one minute that this isn't happening now. You can smell it. They just want to announce it their way. Fair enough? Yeah, and and I and I think that that was always going to be the case, uh, Scott. Um, you know, I said a couple of days ago, essentially, that this was a done deal and they were just Maybe it's not the questions that that we should be asking right now because we don't care. We just want a baseball season. But, you know, Scott, why didn't these two meet? Why didn't Tony Clark and Rob Manfred meet a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago when this was sort of going like this? Uh, maybe we could have salvaged more of a season instead of 65 games. Maybe it could have been 85. And that lends you to maybe believe that the owners didn't have an intention of playing 85 games and played it to this point. But provided that the players agree to not uh, file a grievance against the players, I suppose we'll never know and it'll be a story that we'll tell later on down the road craig mesh with us i gotta tell you craig i have been and i've tried my best because i love baseball and i know you do because you're great at covering it and talking about it and and everything about it fantasy you name it but listen and you're one of the best at fantasy by the way but listen i am not impressed Thanks. with robin manfred and i am i Tony Clark, put them both in the same bagel. I do not like the way either one of these men have handled their job over the last three months. In fact, I think Rob Manford's been embarrassing. Yeah, you know, I, I think what's been embarrassing, Scott, is is the notion that, like, in your career and all the things that you've accomplished and, and moving on, you've, you have awareness of your audience. And that's the one thing about your career that's always evolved wherever you've been. And you got more into sports wagering, and now you talk about it more with SportsGrid. Uh, you went from uh, local uh, entities, you went to national, and you know. I mean, you have great producers that work with you, too. Where was the awareness by both of these sides of these guys being in charge, Tony Clark and Rob Manford? Where was the awareness to think that all of these emails were not going to get leaked by different people and we were going to be hearing about this every single day on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? Everyone is going to know every second of all the negativity, and we already had enough negativity going on in our lives. We did not need this anymore. This is not like it was in 1994 I've said this a million times, probably not on your show yet, that in 1994, Scott, you lived through this. What did we do? We heard nothing about the strike until SportsCenter at 5 o'clock. That's when we heard from Donald Fear. That's when we heard from the commissioner. And You're then right. we went about our day. We were hearing about this every second of the day. No one wants to hear negativity in a time like this. They should have known that this was going to happen. They had to know. They made a really big mistake making all of this go as public as it did. How much damage have they caused? And, and what do the players, frankly, uh, think of both of these guys? I mean, honestly, like if I were a player, because a guy like Trevor Bauer is very uh, brash and opinionated, smarter than everybody, high IQ, and he just says whatever he uh, thinks. You, at some point, uh, you know, I'd be having dinner saying, you know, what? Tony's an idiot. What, why is he in charge? And what do they think of this commissioner? Because I think they don't respect him for one second. 
Well, Scott, the players have lost out on virtually every agreement over the last five or ten years that uh, when the CBA has come up, and and partially, I I think it uh, has been on the player side of their fault. There was someone that told me that some of the things in the last collective bargaining agreement that the players asked for uh, were a little bit ridiculous, like better food inside the clubhouse. Like that was on the docket in the last CBA, and the owners were like, "Better food, okay, we can do that." Like a joke. Like this is not something that's too difficult. Uh, so it, it almost seemed like they weren't asking the right questions. So you can understand this go around, Scott. They were not going to get beat. They were like, you know what? We've been taking a beating so many times with these owners. We're not going to get beat. Uh, to answer your question directly, short-term damage to baseball, none whatsoever. The Royals were sold for a billion dollars. The Marlins were sold for a billion dollars. The TV contracts are billions of dollars. The uh, the average age of a baseball fan's in their 50s. Guess what? They have the credit cards. It is not a problem for the next 10, 20 years. Will baseball be different 30 years from now? Will it fall, uh, fall further behind soccer or hockey or somewhere, uh, some other sport? I don't know. But in terms of finances, Scott, they're number three. It is football. It is basketball. And baseball has a very strong hold over their position right now. And I don't think that that's changing. Look at Craig Mish uh, telling it like it is. Now, when they got that uh, Turner deal done, right, which was just for playoffs, it was a billion-dollar deal, uh, over a billion. Uh, what timing? You know what I mean? Like, they announced that they've cut a deal for uh, billions of dollars on Turner just for the postseason. And I went on the air saying, listen, you have no idea about the rest of these TV deals that they have that run on regionals and national networks all over the country. The money that they make off of television that's all they care about they don't even care if these players get care about their money what are they going to do with that announcement made in the middle of this war yeah, they were swimming in the mud there, the Players Union, basically getting that uh, that story out there. And ironically, uh, Tony Clark had a release only an hour after that story came out. So if you think that that wasn't strategic, come on. I mean, that was the reason that it happened. Of course, the owners came back and said that's not going to go into effect for two years. So let's also, you know, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you straight from both sides. Let's, let's give the owners some credit there for that announcement because that was leaked, but they're not going to see a penny of that for two years. In two years, it may be very good. I think we could all agree that they can afford to lose money all of the all billionaires they all take massive hits this year and even potentially year. i see the you know, salaries go down in baseball in the next year uh but in two years listen again this is very typically financially uh doesn't matter if there's fans and stands or not if there's no fans where here is going to come and you teams let's say the Colorado Rockies with the almost two million dollar roll and one of the top uh, grossing uh, teams in the country being fans of their state it's for a team like big yeah, it's not going to be a problem down in Miami, to it. Uh, I have to ask you, uh, with Fauci, I know he said you play October. How do you feel about uh, those warnings? Uh, you know, uh, in waves and the postseason, possibly in jeopardy. Think about that all about that. Uh, I have to run that back to you and ask you because I have a great respect for this guy. He was one of uh, the people that I watched when in those updates all day. I asked that they have asked me, but my question is I don't understand why I said that on the way National League uh, goes on at the same time in September, October uh, than baseball. Scott, I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me because if you can't have a baseball postseason, how can you have an NFL season? How can you have a college football season? So my hands are up with that one. I got no idea what he meant by that. You're right. What, and that's a great point. So let's just uh, move on. It is bizarre uh, that they said it. And I think if that's all we have to do is worry about that, we're all going to go nuts. Uh, what do you think it's going to be like, Craig, uh, this 60 and change season? There's a lot of people saying that it's a joke. But I just am glad they're playing baseball. Carver High said it best the other night. He goes, you got Garrett Cole starting on TV tonight? I'm watching. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the whole key. Do we really care about statistics? Do we care if somebody hits 400? Do we care if somebody's ERA at the end of the year is 1.2 and they're calling him the Cy Young Award winner? We all know anybody with with 10 cents in their brain knows that this season is going to look nothing like any other Major League Baseball season. On top of it, they're extending the postseason. So they're going to have more teams even with a shorter season. This season is going to be a little bit ridiculous. But it's a major sport on television on July the 18th, and what else could we possibly ask for? If you really are complaining about the the length of the Major League Baseball season, you have much bigger problems in your life. We all need this. We need one of the major sports back on television, on radio. I need to be able to go to baseball games. Scott, I'm not even sure if they're going to allow me to go as media to the baseball games. I'm praying that they do. Um, I mean, I know you want to be back in the FanDuel Sportsbook. I want to be at Marlins Park covering baseball games. And you got people complaining that it's only 60 games. What would you rather do? Watch the KBO for the next two months? Give me a break. Oh, oh, that's swinging a miss on the high cheese. Last, let me ask you one more question respectfully, uh, Craig. Great stuff today. Uh, the minor leaguers and the uh, draft. The draft was only five rounds. If I'm a kid getting drafted, now I know the first rounders are loving life. They're set. They're going to be good to go but if i'm a kid like i know kids that have been in the minor leagues that have lost their jobs uh, completely and have lost everything they don't know what they're going to do with their lives what is that shortened draft done to baseball and what's going to happen in the minor leagues yeah, well, next year, Scott, it's going to go back to 10 or 15 rounds. This was only a one-year deal. Uh, so for all of those kids who didn't get drafted in the fifth round and they have the opportunity to go to college, Scott, there was a 48-hour window from the time the draft ended on Friday to Sunday. Guess what happened during that time? Every college coach in the country talked to the kids and got them to go to school. That's why you're seeing almost no undrafted free agents signed, very few for each team. The future is going to be perfectly fine. They'll expand the draft. The reality reality is with them cutting minor league teams down, teams do not need as many minor league players. So that's why only a handful of them would get signed. But baseball also made a mistake allowing that 48-hour window for them to basically make a decision without the teams discussing it with them. Because guess what they all chose to do? They all chose to go to college. That's why nobody's getting signed. That's what happened. All right, Craig, great stuff today. Thanks so much for coming on Coast to Coast. Let's hope they uh, put the uh, pen on the paper and sign this deal and, and we get back to the ballparks. Thanks for coming on, brother. Great job. All right. We'll have it tomorrow, Scott. I think we will. Have a great day. You're the man, Craig Mish. All right, Carver High, we got a few seconds left here. Let's dance. Yeah, I know that you've been waiting to hear from Mark Grace. He had a very good reason why. He had a very good reason, Scotty, why he did not take part in the steroid boom of the late 90s that we've talked a lot about this week with Long Gone Summer and Todd McFarlane earlier. But Grace had a really good reason. He told the Dan Patrick Show yesterday what that was. Here we go. I'm going to give you the honest answer, Dan. Okay? I was a, I was a single man in Chicago. And that stuff is, is bad for your get up and go, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so so I, I wanted to con- continue to have the ability to get up and go. So uh, that's, a, that's a big reason. Uh, second of all, I don't think myself, my swing was conducive. I, I wasn't a fly ball hitter. I, was a, I, I hit line drives and ground balls for the most part. If I, if I elevated the line drive, it would, it would go out of the ballpark. So I just don't think uh, I was never interested in it. Um, and I'm glad I didn't because now looking back on my career, my numbers were my numbers, not a syringe's numbers.
There you go. Do we have time to run the OJ? Do we have it? I, I think you should save the OJ for this uh, for this day in sports. Dedicate this day in sports to an OJ only this day in sports today. What do you think? It's All too right, good. That sounds you good. You can't squeeze it in. Yeah, we got to get OJ in. All right, so J-Lo and A-Rod have another backer. More money, uh, more big pockets to invest in the Mets. And it basically sounds like it's coming down to J-Lo, A-Rod, and this group against the owners of the Sixers uh, and Nets and, and that whole uh, group. They're, and they own a piece of the Steelers as well, that Harris group in, in Philadelphia. Serena's going to play in the U.S. Open. Uh, I had a guy stuff seven bottles of wine down his pants in a store. That's a nice job of shoplifting there. I don't know how you control seven bottles of wine in your pants. That is a terrific skill. Florida bars and restaurants are closing just a week after reopening. That's an issue. Jimmy Kimmel gets the Emmys. Uh, I don't care about award shows. Airlines ban booze. That's a problem. Carver, we're going to have a problem going to Vegas now. You're not going to be able to drink on the flight out there or Mafia. And uh, B-dubs, they're going to have moist tie-lets on Father's Day. They're going to give you a tie that you can use to wipe your fingers of <laughs> wing sauce. Your necktie is a towel that you can wipe off your dirty, greasy hands with. That is awesome. And I still want to sleep with J-Lo. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It was great having our radio affiliates on uh, Coast to Coast today. We'll see you tonight on the uh, overnight Sports Grid Radio overnights. Uh, Pharrell and Avenge, Sports Rage, and Bagels and Bad Beats all overnight, every night. We've taken over the world. Check us out. Go to the YouTube page, search Sports Grid Radio, and you can watch us do the shows. All right, Carver, hi, this day in sports. Let's dedicate it to OJ. Police reports, again, we're telling you this is a police report from one of the police cars that O.J. is in the passenger seat with a gun. The driver is apparently, although we don't know, Al Cowling, former teammate, one of his oldest friends. All of this is, again, reports we're getting from Los Angeles. You're watching CNN and our coverage of this ongoing, incredible story, of which we have no reference point because there has never been a story like this. Uh, Larry King, he went from Okay, we're going to do that. I swear to you, I'll give you what I'll you, give you me, I'll give you my whole body. I, okay. I need to get to my house. Okay. okay. We're going to do that. Just throw the gun out the window. We're not going to bother you. We're going to let you go up there. Just throw it out the window. Please, you're scaring everybody. OJ, you there? This yep. is for me. This I, is not to keep you guys away from me. This I know that. Me. Nobody's going to hurt this you. This is for me. Okay, it's for you. I know that, but do it this for you. This is for me, for me. I know all. that. I know that, but do it for the kids, too, will you? Yeah. Think of your kids. Yeah. Please, just toss it out. You're scaring everybody, man. Uh, I'm not going to hurt anybody. I know you're not going to hurt anybody. I but for me. I know you're not, gonna, I'm just going to go with me. Please, you, you're scaring everybody, though. That is great stuff. And then Larry King was uh, on top of the world at CNN doing that and then ends up doing prostate commercials. I mean, I got a bleak future. 
<laughs> and visuals. Uh, OJ Simpson, nice seeing him in the Bronco. All the sports on the side there was happening too. Arnold Palmer was on there. The New York Rangers were on there. There was a lot happening. Great stuff today with uh, Todd McFarland, Craig Mish, Carver High Mafia, Joe Ranieri, the great one in South Florida. I'm Pharrell. See you tonight on Pharrell on a Bench. Game time decisions next with Marenzi. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.